You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC radio family of podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. And the loveliest of lovely days to you, our wonderful fans of The Nerd Table. Pull up a chair, have a seat, and join us for episode 36. I am Chris O'Mealy, joined by my two co-hosts, my partners in crime. First, we have the wonderful Dan Peck. Oh, I'm wonderful. And the vivacious Eric Flores. Vivacious? Man, you're going to make me look that up. <laughs> <laughs> we were messing with a coworker the other day because he doesn't know big words. And one of my favorite things he told us was once when he was younger, when he was like 10, he meant to call his mother a hypocrite in front of all their friends, but he got his words mixed up and instead he called her a hobnocker. And she had to politely pull him to the side and explain to him why that was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Of course, the uh, the comedy was we were figuring out he doesn't know any geography at all. So we kept quizzing him on where cities were. And it was so easy to confuse him that he didn't know how to answer where is New York City. Because he wanted to say New York, but he thought we were messing with him, and he thought it was a trick question, so he refused to. That was fun. That was entertaining for a couple of minutes. He knew where Paris was, but he didn't know where London was. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, there were a couple of, uh, there was a couple of humorous things going down there, but, you know, he's a 19-year-old kid. So. Well, the, the key to my remembering stuff like that is being interested in things that take place there or around there, right? So I know a lot more about Japan and Japanese culture because of the Russell Russells. Same with Mexican culture in Mexico. So, so that means that when we take our trip to Japan... I can just let you be the guide because you know everything. Yeah, yeah, I know everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when somebody that's comes, how we never returned. <laughs> <laughs> so when we piss off the yakuza, we'll just let you deal with them, and we'll just run. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I mean. But that's how a lot of people learn about cultures, right? Is generally through even things like pop culture. Isn't that... I mean, pop culture is going to teach you certain things. Whether they're... uh... (laughs) Like, I know a lot about Wakandan culture. It doesn't (laughs) exist, though. I learned all my... Yeah, I learned all my geography from Carmen Sandiego. Hell yeah. From the video game and the game show, which I watched and played all the time. The PC version of of the game, which is almost identical to the Super Nintendo version. You get that deluxe version for the PC. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny how I started learning geography. And it was, uh, it's because of accents, believe it or not. You hear somebody's accent, and I was just like, where the hell are you from? And then I have to look it up. Also, having some family from another country 
gives you insight too, because I have an uncle that is Jamaican, and I met and I've met most of his family, so you learn a lot about that that way. So, yeah, my aunt won a radio contest for like a week in Jamaica, and she came back with somebody that she was going to marry. And I guess wow. what? They're still together now, thirty plus years later. So there you go. Fuck it. Hey, sometimes things just work out. Exactly. Yeah. Do you guys know your? Uh, do you guys know your your like your your state capitals or your or even like capital landmarks or famous cities and things like that? Like, what what would you say your average uh, education is on those topics? As far as capitals versus states, I would say it's a two out of fifty. <laughs> you know, two state <laughs> capitals. <laughs> just the two that I lived in, because the other ones I don't fucking care. I'm, yeah. Why is that important to me? You don't How know does that benefit. You don't my know this. You don't know the state capital of New York. No, not really. You really don't. I could. No, I. I I honestly, I didn't live there long enough to actually care, and now I don't live there. <laughs> so I know the state capital of Michigan, and I know the state capital of Florida. Lansing and, and Tallahassee. Mean, I know those. Yep. And then Al- I, Albany, by the way. Albany. It's Albany. Albany. Yeah, I figured it was something like that. Do you know our, do you <laughs> know our nation's capital? <laughs> <laughs> D.C., <laughs> which okay. isn't even the state. So it, it doesn't. No, Count? it's not. I, I don't know. <laughs> it is technically yeah, it's not, not, it's in, not a in a state on purpose. Yeah. Right. It's independent. So you can, if you're from D.C., you can get a D.C. license plate, and you are not associated with any state. You're just associated with a city. It's a city state. But a city state that's a state, but it's not a state. But it's not a city state either. God damn it. That's why they get electoral votes. That's why it's a weird number of electoral votes because DC has to count. DC something. gets three. Yep, that they do. So DC DC gets the minimum. So if I pulled up a blank world map and I just pointed at a country, would you think you would know a lot of America, or do you think you'd be just lost? A country, country, I, I'd be okay, but like, I don't. If it's not like a really important country to me <laughs> then like oh, I can tell um, you where China is, I can tell you where Russia is I can tell you where all the superpowers are right? But thank good you said to like, me there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <clears throat> but outside of the superpowers uh, eh, even even the UK, I can't tell you exactly which country is in like what quadrant or whatever you want, however you break well, the it UK, up. the UK is five so yeah. actually way up north scotland the islands ireland yeah there's two sections of ireland ireland and northern ireland and that's yeah. it's yeah. scotland wales and england would you okay so like when i when carmen san diego was on the air i was really really good with my world geography because i learned it watching the uh the the, the big um finale for the game show where you had to grab the flag and match it to the country. And I was really freaking good at it. But now, I'm, I'm looking right now at a map of Africa. And I wouldn't know some of these new nations. Like, Sudan has split into two nations. I don't know when that happened. 
Um, Congo has split into three. There's the Central African Republic, which was used to be part of Congo. Then there's the Democratic Republic of of Congo, and then just Congo. Yep. See, that's just it. Like everything is always changing. So I, I, I could just point at a continent because the landmass isn't going to change that much. I can tell you what continent it is. After yeah. that, I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> well, like, I didn't realize this, that Ethiopia had split into two nations. The northern part of Ethiopia is now called Er... I think it's Erich... It's E-R-I-T-R-E-A. Eritrea? Eritrea? I don't know. But that is now its own Wikipedia thing. says. That's its own thing now, so... It's like the upper class... <laughs> <laughs> possibly oh <laughs> uh, i never mind i was gonna make a poor joke but we're all poor so it doesn't make sense yeah how are we gonna make a poor joke at anybody's expense yeah we're working class yeah. americans i did install an air conditioner today by myself so there you go that'll be useful for the two months of the year you can use it yeah, it was. It, it got hot the other day. It reached like eighty degrees. Yeah. And I was like, oh right, I don't have AC in this place. It's just heat. Come on, Dan. You grew up up north. You know it's at least six months out of the year. No, yep. even six. <laughs> no, you're right. We will turn yesterday, dude. It yeah. snowed all over New England today as we're recording this on Friday the sixteenth. It was snowing like crazy. And it snowed on Mother's Day when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. Mother's Day is in mid-May. Yeah, it snowed on us in Cooperstown in mid-May. I remember that. We were camping in Cooperstown, and we woke up the next morning to snow on the tent. And I'm like, it's like May 20th. What the hell? That's just how it works in New York. Crazy. Yeah, I remember my first 4th of July in Pennsylvania. I went outside with a light jacket on because it was cool out, and I was so happy. Because by the time summer hits in April in Florida, forget it. It's humid and it's miserable. Yep. And you're just done. <clears throat> There's only a solid two weeks of it being really cold in Florida. Like actual cold. Yeah. Not what and they consider cold, that. which we consider comfortable. Yeah, now now I consider it comfortable. But when I was in Florida, man, anything that was under 50 degrees was fucking freezing. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, why is it, why is it so cold? As the Northerners laugh, and now I'm up here and I laugh. I'm like, wow, well, yeah, okay. But that humidity, <laughs> that humidity brings like it's like I don't know, it's like a microwave. It just cools you to the bone in Florida. You know what the problem is that the, the uh, I think a lot of the problem is the humidity because. When you deal with the uh, when you deal with the humidity and the coldness, yeah, it it there's a relationship. It, it was part of the, like one of the classes that I took on like depending on the humidity, your comfort level for certain temperatures can either go up or go down. Like you could be in a ninety degree place with like no humidity and be okay, or you could be in a place that has ridiculous humidity at like seventy eight degrees and feel mm -hmm. like you're melting exactly and then when we were in death valley on vacation it was 121 at the hottest point 
but it wasn't it was just like you were standing in an oven but you weren't like disgustingly wet and sweaty which is also dangerous because you don't realize how dehydrated you get <laughs> yep it's so hot that like literally your sweat evaporates instantly which is why you don't feel so hot but your body is like losing lots of liquid so I consider our show kind of edutainment, too, because sometimes we educate as well as entertain. So I have some interesting uh, – this correlates to both weather and geography, but it's some statistical things about weather in America that you guys might actually be interested in. Maybe some of the listeners will, will be interested in it, too. Do you know what city – their top ten list, I'm not going to do the whole list, but I'll, t- I'll at least tell you the number one. The city with the least weather variety in the United States of America. This is based on temperature variation, precipitation, and severe weather, and even wind. I'll give you a hint. Eight of the ten are in California, and the other two are in Hawaii. So I figured. So what city do you think has the least weather variety in the nation? What? As in... out of ten? Yeah, That's as crazy. in the weather the weather is always around the same temperature and the same consistency. It's because they're right off the go. ocean, right? So, like, they're, yeah. they're getting the air from the ocean. Because, right, because the fronts come across the Pacific, and when they mix in with the dry air in America, that's when the weather starts, and that's why the East Coast gets all the shit. That's how science works. This is nerd stuff, guys. The nerd table. Well, take a I guess. Know, Just take a I guess. Anaheim. Anaheim. L.A.? Uh, Dan is the closest without going over because LA is number three. The answer is San Fran, San Francisco. So if you want to live in a city where the, the weather is consistent year round, San Francisco is your destination, but really you can't go wrong in California. Apparently is Oakland number two. Cause there's San Diego's (laughs) number two. San Diego. How is Oakland not number two? It's right next to San Francisco. I guess they get a little more weather. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay what city is most prone to hail hailstones city in the u.s remember hail. hail only comes from the most severe thunderstorms the storm is rotating which is why you're getting hail but it's not going full-fledged tornado I don't... you oh. can only get you can only get hail in a tornadic producing thunderstorm not that you'll get a tornado, but it's very possible. That storm is perfectly capable of producing a tornado if it's giving you hail. Okay, so I I don't know, man. I want to say, like, Maine? Well, no. We're talking way further south and more central. To you want to think of, you want to think of like, Tornado Alley, the states that get all the bad tornadoes. We're talking, like, Oklahoma, Kansas. Like, yeah, Oklahoma, that would be my guess. You Oklahoma. are correct. Tulsa, Oklahoma is the winner. In fact, Tulsa is number one and Oklahoma City is number three. And uh, Dan will appreciate this. Number two is Amarillo, Texas. So poor Terry Funk and his farm and his oh, ranch. Yeah. His ranch yeah, is hell, good. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Although I, I, would, I would still rather r- dodge hail in a hailstorm than fight Terry Funk. Just for the record. Funk be my new grandpa. <clears throat> okay. You know, I look at the map for like the Louisiana purchase and I'm just kind of like, did we really need all of that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that didn't, do we have big buyer's remorse? Can we, 
Oh. You really got that shit for like pennies on the penny. I know. <laughs> well, what did they say? They that Manhattan was sold for twenty four dollars, which of course back then was a huge number. But like now, I literally have that in my wallet right now. So, just saying, I could go buy Manhattan for some old prices. So okay, so I got a question for you. Let's say I don't know how much you guys have in your bank accounts, but let's say you not enough have. Whatever you have, would you go back in time and live in a different time with the current amount of money you have now? I don't have enough to still super benefit. T- okay, if given that choice, if I could take that money and go to another time period, you know exactly what I would do. I wouldn't go back that far. I would go back to all these companies that I know are going to blow up in the stock market and just invest it all. <laughs> He would just go back to the 80s and be like, all right, everything in Coca-Cola, Google, and Apple, please. And Apple. That was an episode of Family Matters where they went back in time and he bought stock. Buy some stock in Marvel. He bought stock like in, uh, I think it was like IBM and Holiday Barbie. (laughs) Holiday Barbie. That's awesome. Okay, this is going to be a tough one. What city in America is most prone to tropical storms and hurricanes? Oh, uh, it's probably got to be Miami. Miami's on the list. Two through ten are Florida cities, but number one is not in Florida. Number one's not in Florida. Yep. So is it like a Georgia or South Carolina? You're almost there, Dan. Here it Louisiana. is. Oh, is it like Cape Hatteras? Or... It is Cape Hatteras. Oh, what? Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, is most prone to tropical storms because and hurricanes. They all, almost all of them get there. Yeah, at some point, because they always travel up oh. that coast. That makes sense. We're just, we're the first hit, but you get everything. So, yeah, oh, I, everything I lied. There's a Louisiana city on the list. It wasn't all nine other ones. I mean, is it still underwater? <laughs> Oh well, yeah. That's what, that's what you get for having a coastal city that is under sea level. It's too soon to Holy make that shit. joke from 2005, Eric. Is it? It, it, it is not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's either all offensive or none of it's offensive. Let's get let's get yeah. over it. Okay, what state is most prone to tornadoes? Well, I. I'd still say Oklahoma, then. That's number two. There is a more tornado-prone state. So, like, Kansas? Nope. That's number three. What? Yeah? What? Not like Look, Texas, is it? Eric, you live there. What, right now? It's in Michigan? No! <laughs> no! That would be something, huh? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? And Eric's just like, fuck this, I'm out. Nope, it was Florida. Oh. Florida gets the most tornadoes. Now, Oklahoma gets the most severe tornadoes. But Florida yeah, That's gets like the how most North Carolina ranks actually very high on most uh, earthquakes. But, like, you don't feel hardly any of them. Right. If you want to actually Same feel... New York. New York was relatively high, too. But, like, I think there's been two in my entire life. In New York, and I didn't. I didn't feel either of them. Yeah, 
When you said you live there, I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Michigan? Really? <laughs> I actually said lived. I don't think you heard that part. Oh, no, I, I thought you said live, like currently. I was like, oh, well. You know, Michigan is not in the top 10, so don't worry. You don't have to pack your bags. Florida, and move Florida makes sense because it's, you know, hurricanes, man. Hurricanes produce but, a lot of tornadoes. Like, if a, yeah, if a tornado spawns throughout in a hurricane, nobody really cares that much. Like. Well, you're already, you're, hopefully you've already evacuated at that point, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Top thunderstorm prone city in America. The city that gets the most thunderstorms. So this would be the opposite of San Francisco. Yes, this is uh, somewhere down this way because of the heat. Yep. And yeah. almost it, a daily thunderstorm during the summer. It's in. It is in Florida. Okay. It is in Florida. It is in Florida. To Tampa. Very close. That's number two. St. Petersburg. No, not St. Pete. Fort Myers. Okay. Fort Myers. <laughs> Fuck but, that place. But Orlando's number five. Yeah, it's just the the heat, right? And it has to break. Yes. So. By the way, I want to some some of the uh, like the hail thing was based on frequency and severity of hail. Uh, the tropical storm was average number of years with no storm. Totals based on data from 1871 to 2007. This is when I first got this list. This is an old email, by the way. Hitting within 60 miles of the city. Uh, the tornado thing was average number per 10,000 square miles from 1953 to 2004. And the, for thunderstorms, it was annual number of thunderstorms. Fort Myers has 89 average. Orlando has 80. So, yeah, it's it's they're all, it's almost all Florida cities as well as Mobile, Alabama, and Lake Charles, Louisiana. So, this next one is tornado-prone cities. This is ranked by tornadoes per 1,000 miles. So, what city is prone to getting the most tornadoes. And this time, Florida does not make the list. So go back to what you were saying earlier. So are we so, back to our Tulsa's and our Oklahoma yeah. City? Yeah, you got it. Num number one, Oklahoma Tulsa. City. Number two, Tulsa. Yeah. So if you want to see a big-ass tornado, go to Oklahoma. <laughs> Why the hell would you want to, knowing this information now? <laughs> but... Well, I'm sure they have things in place that deals with that that's the thing right like right how the syracuse, Air, the syracuse <laughs> airport is the best in the country at getting rid of snow right yeah because you have to be <laughs> if i'm gonna okay so my job says we're gonna relocate you to oklahoma and you don't have a choice but you know it's like super worth it because of the money and whatever uh first thing i'm gonna do and i'm like oh i'm gonna be looking for a house out here what's the uh what does this house come with as far as tornado proofing well, we have this giant ass storm cellar sold. Yeah, and it's that, like, well, at one point, there's if if it's coming for your house, there's not much you can do about it. But what we can do is make sure you don't die. Exactly. And I would probably put all of my valuables down there. <laughs> <clears throat> Wouldn't that be the smart thing to do? Yeah. Everything that's really important and really expensive. Very expensive. Yes. <clears throat> all right. Top 10 earthquake-prone states based on number of earthquakes in the last 30 years centered in the state. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I know like where I've lived is high, but it's not like number one. It's not even in the top ten. Yeah. Nah, I, I want to say it's like somewhere around L.A. California's LA. number two. There's actually a state that does worse with earthquakes in California. Really? Yep. They have the whole San Andreas Fault there. Is it like Nevada? It's right next Nevada's to number four. Good guess. I'll give you a hint. Number one and number three don't think conventional United States. Oh, so we're talking Alaska and Hawaii. Yes. Alaska's number one, Hawaii's number three. Because that's what happens when you got active volcanoes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, does an earthquake actually happen if no one's there to live, like, to feel it? <laughs> oh, shit. Is it going to... Oh, we're getting philosophical now. <laughs> this weather discussion just got philosophical. All right, this one's going to be fun. What is... What city or what area, I should say, recorded the all-time hottest temperatures on record? Uh, I actually mentioned it earlier. Maybe Death Valley, then? Death Valley at 134. Damn. Hottest, hottest recorded temperature. And it's all California, Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, and, of course, yeah. Kansas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, because if you ever notice how weather works... They are always the hottest and the coldest states simultaneously. <laughs> well, that's what they say, like, uh, like deserts, when it gets dark, it gets fucking cold. Because you, it might not be, like, you know, below freezing, but the temperature goes down, like, 40, 50 degrees. Because the ground cold. doesn't observe anything, or, uh, observe, yeah, absorb anything. So, there's You get a 40, 50 degree heat. drop because the sun's out. The sun's not out. Yep. How about all-time coldest temperature? You won't guess the city because it's not like a known city, but can you guess the state? I'm going to say Illinois. We're talking Alaska again here. Alaska is actually number one. It's a city called Prospect Creek, Alaska, recorded negative 80. That's cold. So I remember one what? time when I was in Minnesota, it the temperature went up like 30 to 40 degrees, and it was still negatives. <laughs> You're just like, well, this is unfortunate. They're like, hey, well, today the uh, temperature is uh, 30 degrees higher than it was yesterday. Fortunately, it's still like negative 10. Yeah, but all the – so here's what's funny. There's a place in South Dakota that's number 10 on the hottest temperature list, and then North Dakota comes in at number 7 for coldest. <laughs> so – but yeah, well, they, they're weird because the South Dakota with the, you know, like a partial desert and yeah, and it also has like there's like the Badlands and there's the whole yeah, so um, it can get is. very Yellowstone's there too, so that really messes with everything. <clears throat> okay, average hottest city in the United States to live. Average hottest a hottest city. Average hottest city. Hmm. Miami. Very good guess. Number two. I'm going to guess Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix is not on the list. Damn. Really? Actually, there's no Arizona on the list. Is it? Is it in Texas? No, it's still Florida. It's still Florida. So probably the Keys. If I'm, I'm just going to keep You are going correct. Key West. <laughs> the average temperature in Key West is 77.7 degrees. 
That's not bad for an average. <laughs> yeah, for an average, but you know that means that it fluctuates. <laughs> well, that's just it. It's all Florida it's and not Texas cities. By the way, Orlando is the seventh hottest city in America. So, it's not underwater. Good God. All right, coldest city. You... every fucking year. <laughs> every year they evacuate. They're like, all right, we'll rebuild. <clears throat> all right, coldest cities. Let's see. The average temperature for the coldest city. You're, you might not be able to guess the name of the city, but you'll definitely be able to guess the state. We'll see Alaska again. Nope, no Alaska on the list. Because yeah. this is statistically the coldest. Because Alaska's, well, there's, I, I, I might blow a, st- a stat later. Off to see if it there's like the up. half a year where, it, yeah, yeah, because it's so far north. There's the hunk of year where there's sun nonstop, and the hunk of year where there's no sun. There's no sun at all. Yeah, so if that, right. no man, I because I've heard stories of like Chicago being so almost frozen half the fucking year. Nah, this is not Chicago. I'm gonna guess it would be Minnesota or Wisconsin. It is Minnesota. I've never heard of this place, Dan. Maybe you have. It's called International Falls. I've heard of it, yes. 36.4 is your average annual temperature. So if you like it cold, that's the place to go. That is two degrees above freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Duluth, which is a more famous city, is number two. But, Eric, this will interest you. I don't know if you know where Marquette, Michigan, or Salt St. Marie is, but... They make the list. Nah, it's probably in that upper half that should belong to Wisconsin, but for whatever reason, it's part of Michigan. Michigan with its two states. Oh, you mean the Upers? The what? The Upper Peninsula, the Upers? Yeah. I I, I don't go over there. (laughs) All right. Driest city in America. Only has an average rainfall of 2.65 inches of rain. Jesus Christ. The driest wow. city. Can you guess the state um, at least? New Mexico. Nevada. You're both close because it borders both states. So Arizona. Arizona, yep. Yuma, Arizona is your winner here. Las Vegas is number two. So if you really hate the rain, go to Vegas. That, that's what I was thinking was fucking Vegas. Yeah. I and, do uh, not have an issue with rain. <laughs> let's give, Dan, let's give a shout out to the Chadwicks. Because Bakersfield is number four. So to Corey and Taylor, who are probably listening to this. And yes, no, I'm not talking about Corey Taylor from Slipknot. No, Corey and Taylor. Corey and his nephew Taylor, who are both followers of the show. And they're around the same age. <laughs> yes. Well, that's possible. Eddie and Chavo. Well, hey, I went, hey, I went to middle school with uh, a guy and his niece. And they were in the same grade. <laughs> that's possible. Very possible. Okay, can you guess the wettest city in America? An average of 128 inches of rainfall per year. Come on now. That's, that has to be Florida. Nope. Tallahassee is only sixth on the list, and all the other cities above it are not Florida. The top five are what? not Florida. We're talking like swampy, like Louisiana. Nope. New Orleans yeah. is only number eight. Alabama. Uh, Mobile is number five. Is it in the Gulf Coast? No, it's not. What the fuck? Washington, Seattle, Washington. Quilliat, Washington is number two. 
The winner is Hilo Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii, yeah. Hawaii. <clears throat> now, this one's going to throw you all off. Because it's not going to be what you're thinking. What's the snowiest city in America based on average annual precipitation in inches of snow? And I'll, I'll, I will let you know that Marquette, Michigan at number two is 128.6. This one at number one is 240.8 is your average snowfall. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a lot of snow. That is a lot of snow. Well, growing um, up, it was Syracuse. Syracuse is number four. 111.6, by the way. So We're talking about averages? Yeah, this is an average. I know, right? And it's something that we're not... I don't know. Blue Canyon, I... California. Blue Canyon, California. Because mountains. So it's got to be up in the mountains. Up yeah. in the mountains, yeah. yep. Uh... If you ever lived in Flagstaff, Arizona, they're number eight. So if you want to live in a dry climate and still get snow, move to Flagstaff. I'm going to keep that in mind. Yes, dry snow. Dry snow, yeah. (laughs) But that would be so much easier to shovel. That's true. (laughs) It wouldn't break your back like the friggin' wet snowflakes that create pounds of snow. You mean the lake lake I grew up with? Yeah. Uh. Like, what's the temperature outside? I don't know. It's either 100 degrees or two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where do you think the windiest city is? Uh, this is. Oh, uh, that's got to be Chicago. No, Chicago's not that, in the top that... 10. Chicago's called the windy city because everyone talks. Yeah, it's not actually. It's literally windy. That, that fucking lake. No, it's actually in Massachusetts. It's the Blue Hill Observatory in Blue Hill that observed an average of 15.4 miles per hour for the wind. So it's always windy there, basically. Well, speaking of states that have people that talk a lot, all right. (laughs) What are you you talking about? Go park the car, Fall River. I parked the car at Harvard Yard. Yo, let's get a dog at the ballpark and watch the Red Sox. Maybe they sound like that because it is so fucking windy. (laughs) (laughs) They have to, like, find some kind of way to punctuate through the wind. Doesn't Matt live in Massachusetts? Ask him. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm saying that because when he listens to this, he'll be pissed off. Era. Uh... Era. But, hey, there's Amarillo, Texas at number three. So... Lots of, a bitch. lots of tornadoes and wind. Goes it's hand a double hand. cross ranch in Amarillo. All right. Sunniest city. 90% sunshine annually. Ironically, is also the driest city in Yuma, Arizona. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, it's got to be where there's no rain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also <laughs> the sunniest. If there's no clouds in the sky, then that's got to be the sunniest city. So here, again, Flagstaff, Arizona is number six. So for 79% of the year, you get sun, but you also get an average of 99.9 inches of snow, which means when it snows, it snows. Enjoy. That's where, gotta be the worst, dude. All right, where do you think the cloudiest city is? There's actually a tie for first place. 240 is the annual average number of cloudy days. So literally more than half the year. 
more than half the year. That's that, like, that like two thirds of the year. I'm trying to think of like a, a really sad state in uh, like out of like Idaho or Oregon or something. Well, yeah. Well, you're like, correct in Oregon. Yeah, <laughs> where you are, right? So yeah, Astoria, Oregon, and Quillette, Washington are tied for first. Yeah. By the way, if anybody out there knows anything about Twilight, they're probably laughing at all of my mentions of Quillette, Washington, because that's like that weird peninsula where the story takes place. I mean, fork, forks. Forks. It's plural. There's more than one fork in Forks. Mm. By the way, in actual Forks, Washington, not only do they have Twilight shit, but they have, like, forks, like, sticking out of the ground. Which is dumb, but at the same time, wouldn't you well, do the same yeah, thing? Well, yeah, <laughs> in front of the town hall in Enterprise, uh, Alberta, <laughs> there's a giant Starship Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, alright, I'm down with that. <laughs> have you ever seen... Google image search. Everybody do this real quick. Google image search the McDonald's in Roswell, New Mexico. Just do it. I'm going to do it too. Wait, what What am I Googling? The McDonald's in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh. Google yeah. image search it. <laughs> About what I expected. <laughs> Yeah, Eric, please tell me you can see And this. it lights up at night. Yeah, it does. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Google image search the Roswell, New Mexico McDonald's because it looks like a UFO. That's crazy. I like it. Roswell is it apparently also, a giant tourist trap. It also has like a three foot, a three, you know, a three story tall like play place in it too. It looks like it. Right. So your kids can go to outer space. Space. I, space. 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 An old tourist trap. <clears throat> All right. Well, Quillette, Washington is the answer to the next question, the most humid city, which, obviously, if it rains that much. Where do you think the least humid city is? Yuma's number three It's got to be that one. fucking place in Arizona. <laughs> That's number three this time. What? Nope. It's, it's Vegas, baby. Dude, if you hate the humidity, that's the place to go. Why are we still on the East Coast? Freaking East Coast. Why uh, is uh, ha- most of the country still on the East Coast? <laughs> all right. Uh, rainiest city is Hilo, Hawaii, and least rainiest is Yuma, Arizona, so that's not really a fun guessing game there. <clears throat> what city in the United States has the largest annual temperature variation? To give you the answer... It's 90.8 degrees is the average difference, which means that's how much the summers and winters differ, which is ridiculous. So we're talking like something like maybe a little bit of desert going on. uh, Maybe No, there's no. Well, well, I mean, technically, Antarctica is a desert, so maybe. Yeah. Well, okay. let me think about. Okay, so when I grew up. Shit, it might be New York. It is not New York. Because I'm like, we would hit 90s during the winter, the summer, and we would be in the negatives during the winter. Right, but that what? is a fluctuation okay. of over 90 it is. degrees. Is it, but, but this is, is an average. East Coast, West Coast, or one of the shitty states in the center? Says <laughs> so a guy who lives in a shitty state in the center. <laughs> I acknowledge this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I'm glad you have Michigan pride, Eric. I really am. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that's working out for you. <clears throat> All right. I don't know. I feel like it, it could be Alaska because of how long it's been. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Fairbanks, Alaska, which means that its average variation in the summer is ungodly hot, and in the winter, it's unbearably cold. And it stays that way. Yeah, because the sun don't come out for, like, three weeks. Oh, that's got to be torturous. It's it's all northern stuff, too, because it's it's Alaska, Minnesota, North Dakota are all the the cities on there. I hear they have to, like, medicate most people so they can actually go to sleep when the sun's out all the time. Yeah. Well, do you ever see Insomnia? The Al Pacino movie? I haven't, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I know the deals with it, right? Yeah, because he's, he's like... like an investigating a murder, and he's going it's like insane a, because of the... Yeah, because it's like 11.30 at night, and he's like in a restaurant trying to figure stuff out, and the sun is just beaming through the window. Could yeah. you imagine? Oh, God, I could not live in that state. <laughs> okay. This, this I think at one point, wasn't the government paying people to go live there? You no, they, they do you. pay you to live in Alaska. You get a thousand dollars annually for living in Alaska. That's because of the pipeline. The pipeline is that yeah. still is that still in place? As far as I know, would the Simpsons lie, Eric? Boys, we're moving to Alaska. God no, no, no. just just no. no, dude. I had enough issues growing up with black bears in New Jersey. I don't want to deal with grizzlies. They're way bigger and way meaner, and they will kill. So, no. We're not leaving the house. (laughs) Well, yeah, with the temperature variation, (laughs) neither am I. (laughs) I I don't want to leave the house. If it's 102 in the freaking summer and negative 55 in the winter, I don't want to go outside. No. Just no. All right. Where is the most uncomfortable city to live based on the combination of summer heat and humidity? Most uncomfortable city. So we're talking high heat, high humidity. So we're talking Florida or Gulf Coast. Uh, West Palm Beach and Miami are number five and number six. Okay, so. It's not Florida. Gulf side. Not I know the most uncomfortable. I know the I most uncomfortable say... I was was when I was in Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nolens is number ten because I had to oh. chew the air before I could breathe it. Uh huh. Welcome to Florida, buddy. That's what we dealt with in Orlando. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Believe it or not, the answer is Phoenix. So if you're going to yep. move to Arizona, don't go to Phoenix. Apparently, any of the other cities are fine, but that one's got the issue. They have Phoenix. a lake there or something that yeah. it's the only source of water. It must be. <laughs> when the fucking snow melts, it all goes to Phoenix. <laughs> <clears throat> this one's going to be fun. Where is the city with the cleanest air in America? Don't uh, worry. We're going be... to get to the dirty one after this. It's one it's of the shitty, be, like, shitty middle of the it's country. It's one of the shitty, yeah, shitty states in the center. Um, Has the clean, guess... the clean air. Yeah. Idaho. No. You're the hoe? What? You're close. You're actually very close. It's not Wyoming. It's Wyoming? Cheyenne, Wyoming. Is the cleanest city in America. It's also the cleanest shaped state. It's a nice little square. So is Colorado. (laughs) 
Yeah. No originality well, when they created those states. Hey, this square <laughs> worked out so good, we're going to do another one. Yeah, like, holy <laughs> shit. Why did they try to do that more? <laughs> natural barriers, I guess, but still. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Ain't nothing natural there. Yeah, so... There's uh, Sh- Cheyenne, Wyoming is your is your winner. So where's the dirtiest city in America? I've been there too, and I got to see it in in Constant Smog. Dirtiest city, probably somewhere in Jersey. Nope, Jersey's not even in the top ten. Oh, what's New York? Schmoggy. Nope. New York's not there either. I was talking like a Detroit kind of. I'm, I'm trying to think of like in Detroit's number six. Yeah. Detroit's number six. I think a place that like does coal or oil or something like that. It's actually a very major city. Is it? Mm-hmm. Very major city. Is it Tallahassee? Oh, I know. That's not even close to being a major city. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is it it LA? It is LA. 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 I know about the LA haze of everything. Yeah, LA is very dirty. Uh, Another shout out to the Chadwicks for Bakersfield at number two. And a shout out to Hannah for Pittsburgh at number three. Well, yeah, major manufacturing hub. Yellow steel going on here. Smelting steel. Detroit's on the list. Uh, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Chicago are also on the list. Yeah. So, no shocker there. All right, two more. The best and worst cities for allergies. This is the end of my Florida. (laughs) All of Florida. Do you pick one? No. Really? No, well, no, oh, yeah, for, for worst. Fucking... Orlando is actually number nine for worst. It's got to be somewhere where a lot of flowers and different trees show up. Well, it is a major city. It's got major sports teams. And the city itself is a lie about where it's located. Let's see if that'll be a clue. The city is a lie? The city's a lie about where it's actually located, yeah. I want to know. Or the team's lying about where. No, it's not Jersey. Okay. It's not Jersey. Well, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are like, like San Francisco doesn't play in San Francisco. Is it it Kansas City? Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's what gave it away. (laughs) Yes, it is Kansas City. So shout out to Brett if you're listening, because that's where he's from. You know where the, this will interest you, Eric. The best city for allergies is actually in Michigan. Well, and, good. And I should have transferred there when I was working at Penn Vet because that's where their warehouse is. That's where their Michigan warehouse is. It's Grand Rapids. Oh, well, there's Grand Rapids is actually pretty nice. I won't say that. But, like, there's no trees. There's no that, reason for you to get allergies. Why, yeah, that's why you don't get allergies. <laughs> it's based on pollen counts, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, here's what's funny. L.A. is the dirtiest city, but it's actually the number nine for best for allergies. Because <laughs> it's just smog you're breathing in, no plants. You get cancer, <clears throat> not, a, not a runny nose. 
Dude, I I hope that didn't bore anybody because stuff like that really fascinates me. I'm I'm into statistics like that. Oh, like, there's 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 a bunch of people listening right now thinking that we're all the dumbest people alive. <laughs> so they're they're having a good time. No, I can't. Dude, I love those maps of America where that's like the uh or like weird world maps or like where it, it's like the um things you wouldn't really expect like funny maps and they show yeah. you like the, these weird statistics like what everyone's favorite candy is and everything um Oh, those maps are good. I like the maps where um, they like give it to different people in different countries, and they'll be like, "Here, try to name the states." Oh yeah, of America or something like that. And it's just Idaho written everywhere, or Ohio written everywhere. So let's have some fun. This is the United States of Shame. What is your state the worst at? The one thing that your state does worse than everybody else. Some of these are very oh. very funny. Uh, for Florida, it's going to be elections. <laughs> well, it's actually identity theft. Education. Uh, Dude, identity theft is kind of fucked up because it, I did get my identity stolen in Florida. Okay, so here's what's funny. You were you were on the right track with elections, but Dan was even more on the right track with uh, education because for North Carolina, the thing you guys do the worst is teacher salaries. So there you go. Any guesses to what Michigan does the worst? Employment rate. Unemployment is the answer. Wow. Slam dunk. Windmill dunk. And you want to guess what Pennsylvania's is? <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Uh, uh, customer service? <laughs> Arson. Arson. Apparently my state likes to light shit on fire. Yeah, Philly, it. dude. Philly after a playoff game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, New Jersey's is taxes, and New York is daily commute. So that handles all of the interesting states that we've lived in or are associated with. Uh, pick a state, and I'll tell you what they've got. Some of these are funny. Oh, I, I mean, let's go. Let's start with Texas. High school graduation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Katie, I'm so sorry. Susie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you some of the funnier ones. Washington State is bestiality. I... What? Yeah. Not, they... not Alaska? <laughs> Alaska's is suicide. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is what much. your state does the worst at. So for Minnesota, it's tornadoes, which means if Minnesota gets a tornado, they handle it the worst out of everybody else. And they're they're in that range, so you would think they'd be better at this. But Now, this one I don't consider a failure to our friends out in Ohio, to Danny, Vivian, and everybody listening out there. Ohio is apparently the nerdiest state. I don't consider that an issue. Oh, well, I guess we're all moving to Ohio. Oh, I no, Okay, Maine has the dumbest state. <laughs> Statistically has the dumbest people. Or oh, dumb as hell. Massachusetts Massachusetts has the worst drivers. So Matt, you can uh, suck on it. 
Uh, where's the other fun? There's a couple other. Fun- oh, yeah. This is my favorite one. What do you think North Dakota has the worst stuff? This is amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> I can't even understand how you would get this statistically. Okay. I got to know. I, I, I don't have an idea. <laughs> the ugliest residents. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing. Amazing. Fucking amazing. So Illinois is Man. robbery and I think that's all Chicago. I mean, if you think of Illinois, you think of Chicago. You don't really think of any other place. So get rid of that. Okay. I got it. I like... got to tell you Utah's. Utah's. What what does Utah have a lot of? What do we know there's a lot of in Utah? Mormons. Potatoes. Yep, Mormons. Potatoes Mormons. is Idaho. Oh, so yeah. so what do you think Utah is the worst at when it comes to a Mormon controlled state? It has the lowest divorce rate. It has the worst usage of pornography. No. Cuz they're all online cuz they're all freaking Okay, I got cuz you were there, Dan. Louisiana. This is a winner. This might be the winner. What does Louisiana have the worst stuff? Oh, this is awful. <laughs> Flooding? Flooding. <Yeah>. Gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. Gotta tell me Alabama. Alabama and California. Strokes. And <laughs> we move on. Alabama's bad with, Alabama is bad with strokes. A lot of people strokes. have strokes there. Strokes. Oh, have a okay. Stroke. California's is air pollution. That was not even interesting. Yeah, I could have guessed that. Hey, imagine how bad you're polluting the air state that you literally have ocean air going over you and it's still not enough to push it away. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, it it probably has that ocean air trapping it. Because the, the you get the breeze from the ocean, and then you got the fucking mountains right next to you, so it just stays right where you're at. It's got nowhere to go except back down. <laughs> okay. This is the United States of Scary Things. The scariest things legitimately or illegitimately that come out of your state. For example... For Florida, is hurricanes. That's a legitimate one. For Pennsylvania, it's zombie Ben Franklin. Apparently people believe in that. So what is the scariest thing to come out of your state? Well, Dan, you know about New York and the Son of Sam, right? Yes. Uh, Eric, apparently you have a lot of ghost towns in Michigan. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> a shit. lot. <clears throat> I... Every time I go to like fix a juice machine, it's always to one of these ghost towns, and like there's uh, when the it's, it's auto when the auto plant closed, everyone moved out of the town. Yep, <laughs> except for like one restaurant that serves three people, and I have no idea how they're staying in business. They probably own the building, and that's the only reason they can stay in business. <laughs> All right, here's a good one. Google autocomplete results. Why is my state so? And then what does Google auto autocorrect? So for Hawaii, 
why is Hawaii so expensive is the the autocorrect there. So what do you think Florida's is? Why is Florida so... <laughs> Stupid, bad, hot, terrible. And for Michigan, it's cold. <laughs> for New York, it's expensive. For Pennsylvania, it's haunted. And for New Jersey, it's bad. Why is New Jersey so bad? But some of them are very funny. For example, people are constantly Googling, why is Washington so liberal? Why is California so expensive? Why is Nebraska so boring? Why is Oklahoma so Republican? Why is Georgia so backwards? Ugh, why is Massachusetts so smart? We're ending there. We don't want to boost Matt's ego after we just put down Why is North Carolina so cheap? So That's cheap, yes. Why is North Carolina so cheap? <laughs> well, why? Mm. Compared oh, to, like, man. New York, where I came from, it's super cheap. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you, you go from, like, that's, New York. That's, where that's the like, thing. Everyone here is either born and raised here or they came from, like, New York or somewhere where their job no longer exists. And they're here and they're loving it because it is less than half the amount it takes to live here. <laughs> but that's just it, right? Like, if you live... Like, let's say you made $15 an hour, right? And you lived in North Carolina. You could live pretty pretty nice off of that, right? Well, here's, a, here's the thing. When we lived in New York, we lived in a double-wide trailer. We live here. Only my dad has a job. We live in the biggest house I've ever lived in. And only yep. my dad is making money. So, so yeah. That's that's the cost of living, man. Sometimes, like you just got to go to where you can afford to be, or you know where <clears throat> there's a job. As a matter of fact, Chris has a friend uh, that's looking to move down here in like four or five years for the same reasons. Yep. Hey, Chris also had a friend who did move down there. Now he lives twenty minutes away from you. <laughs> yeah. All right. The most lewd-sounding town name in each state. Okay, so which of the Pennsylvania sex places got it? Intercourse got it. Okay. Eric, do you know what the most lewd-sounding town in Michigan is? Uh, Climax. Climax, Michigan. Oh, that, you're close. It's Dick. <laughs> oh, you have man. a town called Dick. <laughs> Dick. Uh, where is Butternuts, New York? Because I'm curious about that. <laughs> I have no idea. Ram Ramtown, New Jersey. Don't oh, know where that one is. <clears throat> uh, climax was the answer for North Carolina, though. There is a Climax, North Carolina. All right. We, it is in Otsego County. <laughs> there is a place in California called Rough and Ready. Oklahoma has a town called Hooker. Wow. I know. These are great. Swallow Hill, Delaware. Uh, Connecticut's boring. It's Essex. There's an Essex in every state. That's just boring. Connecticut's yeah, boring. Yeah, but it's Essex. Uh, Connecticut sucks. 
Uh, Mika I'm sure they're good at something. Florida's is Mikasuki, <laughs> which is spelled M-I-C-C-O-S-U-K-E-E. So it sounds like it's saying my cocksucky. <laughs> my God. All right. According to Pornhub, what porn do all the states love the most? Oh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tell you this. Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Florida, and North Carolina all got the same answer. Big booty bitches. Ah, uh, you're on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> Put two of them together, um, you might have an answer. BBWs? Lesbian. Lesbian. <clears throat> that and, makes sense. From Given from what I know. That makes a lot so, of sense. So, Butternuts, New York, is near Cooperstown. Oh, okay. I'll have to go there. All right. So, most states got lesbian. Here are the oddball states. We'll, we'll start from least offensive to most offensive. Pegging. So, uh, we're saving Washington for last? Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Georgia and Mississippi love their ebony. So does yeah. Delaware. Uh, no shit. <clears throat> uh, Hawaii loves the Asian porn yeah vermont tennessee arkansas and nebraska love cartoon porn they're watching their their hentai montana wyoming minnesota ohio and maine are really into stepsisters and that's the big thing right now is the step and then alaska washington south dakota kentucky and New Hampshire took it a step forward and went for the stepmom. Yeah. Well. Oh, I missed one. Uh, Rhode Island is just flat out MILF. <laughs> Rhode Island's just flat out MILF. <laughs> it's because it's easy to spell. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, good God, yeah. <laughs> Alaska is just a fireplace. <laughs> that's a sexy log right there see that that's gonna heat the house for hours <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so hot I think the um, it's uh, what is it I think it's a it's a page called like bad maps of America and then they'll they'll actually give you like weird ass statistics about certain things so Okay. <clears throat> Somebody did a ranking and put the states in order from best to worst. Uh, I don't know what this is actually based on, but apparently the worst state is New Mexico, which I don't know why that would be. And, ap- I mean, <clears throat> and apparently yeah. the best state is New Hampshire, which I also disagree with. So, Hampshire, really? Yeah. Number one for worst and then number 50 for worst, which would also be number one for best in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. But this has to be a fake list because there's no way that New York is the 10th most, 10th best state. That city more than makes up for it. Dan, Dan knows that, too. I figured, like, Colorado would be on the top of that list. Uh, No. They're close, but no. I need some more. I need some more funny maps here. Now I'm into this. 
All right. The absolute <laughs> worst person to come out of each state. The worst person. Worst person. Okay. I'm actually okay. trying to look at what the uh, – yeah. Uh, okay. So for New York, the answer is Timothy McVeigh. The only terrorist on the list. For New Jersey, it's Aaron Burr because you got to have a traitor in there. The Sundance Kid from Pennsylvania. There's your outlaw. And then you got serial killers from Michigan, North Carolina, and Florida, all represented by serial killers. And then Hitler. Oh, wait. Eileen Warnos for Michigan. Antoine Pittman is your North Carolina serial killer. And Gerard Schaefer is Florida's serial killer. Hmm. I figured it'd be like Casey Anthony or something. Hitler. Well, she's not a serial killer. She just killed one person. So. Funnily enough, with serial. Top 10 cities with the largest number of violent crimes per 100,000 residents. Where is the United States' most dangerous city? Eric, take a guess. You're going to get it right. Chicago. Chicago. No. <laughs> no. Detroit is correct. I know. It's That's why we need to Do you know? <laughs> I, I kid you not. The city of Detroit is broken up into these little segments, and they put all the crime areas into one segment and removed it from Detroit to make the, the, like, the crime rate look lower in Detroit. That's a classic. All right. Well, statistically speaking, Michigan's actually number 22 for safest state overall. Just because the most dangerous city is there doesn't mean the state, that the state's bad. So this is based on property crime rates. Where do you think America's absolute worst city is based on property crime rate? Who is the most dangerous city? And Or most, not city, state, 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 state. State? State. I still want to say California. No, California's number 23. You're looking for number 50. That's like in the middle, right? Yeah. I'm actually scouring the map to try to figure out where number one is because I don't actually see it just yet. That means it's not one of the obvious ones then. Uh. So we're talking property crime. Are we talk- we're talking like destruction of property? Well... Uh, I guess it just says property crime rate, so that could be a thing. So, like, District of Columbia is statistically the worst, but I'm looking for an actual state here. So I'm looking for actual number 50. I, and I figured yeah, uh, I found DC it. Yeah, is uh, awful. Yeah, I know. I've been there. I have been there. I can't actually find number one. This is kind of funny. Oh, never mind. I found it. It's a different color entirely. That's why. All right, so... Apparently, South Carolina is your most dangerous state. Your safest state is South Dakota. Interestingly enough, New York is number two, Jersey's number five, and Pennsylvania is number seven. So just because they've got those dangerous areas doesn't mean the entire state is dangerous. Florida and Texas are in the bottom percentage, so. (laughs) Dangerous states. Ah, more statistics. Michigan has the worst roads in America. That, I yes, yes, I can, I can honestly. Okay, 
Fun fact. I, <laughs> I love that. Florida. I love that a state came up, a story came up. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's the best Fun part. fact. I lived in Florida for years. Years. I maybe, maybe changed my tires three times, right? Like full set, three times. And I kind of waited for them to get a little bald, right? I didn't look at the dry rod or anything like that, but they lasted me a long time. That's the whole story. I moved up here in 2019. I'm on my second set (laughs) of fucking tires. Holy shit. These roads are fucking terrible. <laughs> and then they do construction, but I don't know what they're doing. They just put up signs to slow people down. And then when they leave, you kind of just look around like, oh, what the fuck did they do? Because like the roads are still shit. All they did was block traffic. And it's not like they added another road or anything or like expanded or anything like that. Just one day there's cones. You see a bunch of construction workers. And the next day they're not there. The cones are gone. They did nothing. <laughs> Fucking state. <laughs> That's awesome. What I don't get about world work here is it takes them for fucking ever, and they can do road work 13 months out of 12 here. Yeah, now They built a, um, a circular bypass around the city, and it took them like eight years. And it was like, do what? Uh, things that your state sucks the most at. These are, these are fun. Dude, that's just it. Like, okay, you're never going to like live somewhere statistically perfectly safe. Like, that it that just doesn't happen. Like you can move to Iceland, which is the safest country in the world statistically speaking, but that doesn't mean you're like entirely safe. You know, that's just the thing. So yeah, you can move to the safest place in the world and get home invaded and murdered. Okay, here's a good one. What state, statistically speaking, swears the most and the least? The most and least swear words. Massachusetts. No, not even in the top percentage. Really? Yup. Well, I think New that's York. Cool. So this is broken down by counties, right? So like the orange areas are where you get the most swearing. There is one state completely doused in orange and there's one state completely doused in blue, which is the opposite spectrum. So statistically speaking, that's where you're going to get the most and least. So which state is really bad at swearing and which one's really good at not swearing. I want to say like New York is just No. The city, the city is, the rest of the state is not. There are So we're th- talking about the, the 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 whole state, <clears throat> the state as a whole. Yep. There are Florida. three. There are Florida. three. No, Florida's close, but no. There are three states that are really really good at swearing. I'll I'll tell you two of them. One of them is Delaware, and one of them is Louisiana. Can you guess the third? And you should be able to guess the third. Come on. There's a hint right on the show. Speaking right now. 
Carolina. Jersey. 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 Yep. We're really good at the swear words. <laughs> Are you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> talking about three awful states where you have no, no recourse but to just swear all the time. All right, but you know which state's really, really good at not swearing? Like Utah? Yup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one I'm, with I'm all like the Mormons. Of... Yeah. <laughs> uh... The one where everyone gets laid, all right? We could... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Swear if you're if you're gonna get some. <laughs> I mean, it. Some of this stuff is just it, it's funny to actually see it like statistically proven because it's not always what you expect it to be, which I I'm think is really nice to see that like there's many states, including my home st- my mostly home state, where. The big city in the state didn't totally take over the rest of the state and these statistics. Right. Like, okay, for mortality change, these are – this is actually broken down by – looks like counties. So where you have a substantial reduction in mortality rates, fascinatingly, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and Massachusetts are all doing phenomenal in this area. So is the area where Ann Arbor, Michigan is and Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Is it because uh, everyone leaves there before they die? Yeah. Uh, Charlotte area is also doing very well. What's your county called, Dan? Is it Charlotte County? No, um, it is called Mecklenburg County. Okay, well, that one's looking pretty good, too. Would you like to know where mortality rate is really fucking high? Like Florida, California. Uh, uh, almost all of fucking Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. You Almost. know what? That's one of those places where a lot of places are shitty, but you don't move. <laughs> okay, here's a here's a really interesting one. Severe, severe weather days per year from 2003 to 2012 reports. So, who actively reported the most severe weather? Now, even though you want to think about Tornado Alley, because that's where a lot of severe storms are, we're talking who statistically... Which part of the section of the country gets the most severe storms, period? And the answer may surprise you. Well, I guess it depends what they consider a severe storm. Basically, it's uh, days with at least one tornado, wind, and or hail report within 25 miles. So anything that can really cause significant damage. You want to take a guess, Dan? Because you might actually get it. I might actually get it? Yeah. Because you live there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you're part of the Carolinas, north and south and part of Georgia, statistically reports the most severe weather. I mean, you said you get a lot of thunderstorms. Do you get a lot of bad thunderstorms? Yeah, but they're only like five, ten minutes. But that's the issue is that then it becomes a flood warning. And then it becomes, you know. <laughs> right, so. right, right. Apparently Lancaster is in this, is in the orange on the color-coded map. We're actually pretty, pretty bad, which I think is interesting because I don't think we see a lot of really severe weather. 
Apparently, if you want to report no severe weather at all, there are large chunks of Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico you can live in and get zero to two days of severe weather. But then are you really living? I mean, maybe? I like a good rainstorm. Um, you know, so I like... like I, I like when I was living with my grandparents because it was still pretty... heavy uh, with the ruralness so you could see storms coming from really far away i would sit on the porch and watch a storm come in it's beautiful it's wonderful i love being able to watch the storms roll in that's one really really cool thing i liked about when we were out west when i was uh when we were out doing the high adventure hiking in new mexico you could really watch the storms roll in and i always thought that was really fascinating like the uh you're okay so you're we're up in the mountains right and we're probably at an elevation i think it was like fourteen thousand feet was the actual highest that we got and uh so pretty high (laughs) well yeah it's like rob van dam high so you're at fourteen thousand feet right so you can see out to all of these other mountains but you can see for like ridiculously far distances like insane distances and you could watch a storm raging on another mountain entirely. Like, you could see the entire storm, and you can watch the lightning strike, but you can't hear a damn thing. Because it's so far away, the thunder doesn't even reach you on that mountain, which is But since you're on top of the mountain, you can see it from that You can away. see it, yeah. And it's so friggin' beautiful to watch, because it's just lightning strikes everywhere, and you don't hear a thing. And you can... Because you're because you've got such a, a wide range of view, you can see the where the rain like that that sheet of rain. You can actually see it. Yeah. Did I tell you the story of my insane uh, uh my insane driving home story from the warehouse just last year? I mean, you probably told me like when it happened, but it, we probably did it on an older podcast. Probably when we were doing Wrestle Talk. So. I knew we were having really bad, severe weather in the area, and we don't get a lot of really severe weather. A lot of the really bad storms tend to miss us, and that includes thunderstorms and snow. Stuff always goes north and south of Lancaster, but Lancaster's in a very unique spot where it doesn't get all that stuff. But when we do get it, we get it pretty freaking bad. So, I... I know that that we've got the alert coming in because it's one of those ones where they actually interrupt the radio to tell you of the the of the threat, and it's 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 all the threats. My phone is lit up with like all the notifications. It's severe thunderstorm warning, the wind advisory, the lightning alert, the tornado watch, flash flood. Yeah, air, I think it was aerial flood was the one that we got. Yeah. So you get you get the whole thing right. Like, like there's like five alerts in red, and. So, of course, it's on one of the days when I was driving. Fortunately, not while I was doing the deliveries, but I always leave early on those days. So it's like 6 o'clock. I'm getting to go home, and I look outside. And you know those really low-hanging, like, sickly green clouds that you get for the really severe weather? You know the ones I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. You can, you can, like, 
You can see the weight in them. You can, yeah, you can smell the ozone layer, like... Yes. It's, oh, you know, you know you're going to get a bad storm. So I walk outside, and that's all I experience. And I'm just like, all right, well, I only live eight minutes from home, so let's get in the car and go and hope for the best. So I'm driving. So for part of my drive, I would go through this very rural Amish farmland type area before I would get onto the main street that would take me home. And it's only like not even two minutes of road, right? So you go up to the first four-way stop, and then the traffic light is just up the hill. And I'm behind this car, and all of a sudden, as I'm coming over the hill, I no longer see the car in front of me. I just see a sheet of white. And I'm like, this is going to be bad. I was driving right through a torrential hailstorm. And I mean, like, hail, hail. Not like the giant ones that'll do damage, but the like the BB sized ones that are just. I've had baseball sized ones. Those are like yeah. those are na- nasty, dude. Ugh. I couldn't. I could no longer hear the podcast I was listening to at all. Yeah. Like oh, it yeah. drowned out the radio entirely. It was almost deafening. I could barely see the car in front of me. It was like going through a blizzard, except ten times more dangerous because of the weather situation. So the road has houses on either side of it. I couldn't see them. I physically could not see the houses on the road that I was driving on. The only reason that I knew where I was going and I was confident about, about things was because it's my daily commute. I drive the road all the time, so I know it. And when I got to the traffic light, I could barely see the friggin' traffic light through the hail. It was ridiculous. I... Like, I've gotten hail before, but I've never gotten whiteout hail. It was crazy. And the thunder was ridiculous. It was nonstop thunder. Like, all I could hear was just booms on top of other booms. Couldn't see anything. Couldn't even see the clouds anymore. I start turning to go down the road. And now we're doing, like, the blizzard crawl, right? Because it's so blinding. You can't actually really see. So everybody's just going at the slowest pace. And you've got, like... As many car lengths as you can fit between you and the car without actually, like, losing the car in front of you. Because everybody's doing it, including the car behind me. So we can all see. And we just come to a stop. And everybody's doing something really weird on the road. And when I get up there, I see that an entire tree is now laying across the road. Just a whole freaking tree got uprooted. And it's just thunder booms. Now you can actually see the hail wall because you're through it. And I know a tornado touched down somewhere. I didn't see it. And I don't know if that's what caused the the tree to come down. But something definitely blew that particular line of trees down. And was a very, very not-so-fun commute. And I had to find an alternate way to get home anyway... Because all of my usual ways had been flash flooded out. And I have an eight minute commute. (laughs) So. Holy shit. And that just does not happen in this area. We don't get storms like that. But when we do. Holy shit. So. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to any major storms up here. (laughs) Have I ever told you about the Labor Day storm? The Labor Day storm. 
Also, I guess officially known as the Syracuse Labor Day Dereco. Ooh. Okay, this sounds interesting. T-E-R-E-C-H-O. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. I've only, uh, I was just looking up what they, you know, I was looking it up so I can get some some facts and remembrances. It was Labor Day, 1998, September 7th. Uh, the On the 6th was the last day of the Great New York State Fair, which is in Syracuse. Uh, we watched Jars of Clay and DC Talk do the last concert of the of the uh, thing. Uh, great show. Uh, we, my mother and I, are coming back. We are camping at a campground, so we are driving back from the um, from the state fair back to the campground. And I see in the distance what looks like a nasty storm approaching. My mother's like, "Ah, oh, no, that's nothing. She is a <laughs> filthy liar." <laughs> Those are the famous last words. Oh, pff, we, that's nothing. We get to. Now, when they say this is a Labor Day start, we're talking it's Labor Day because it's like 12, 15 in the morning. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. So this happens at like, you know, before one o'clock. Oh, so it's one uh, of those deals where you it's nighttime. So you're, you're all you're you're not seeing the actual clouds. You're seeing like the storm. The itself. lightning. You're seeing the lightning inside the clouds. And it is about to go. Uh, so we go. We are, we are camping in a pop-up camper. So it's essentially canvas and plastic. Um, we were there. Uh, we get we get in. You know, we wake up the rest of the family and getting into bed, of course. And we are laying down. We haven't quite fallen asleep. And then the storm hits. Uh, this is a storm that caused an F2 tornado. Not where we were, though. Uh, four total tornadoes caused peak wind at 89 miles per hour. The duration was 6 to 12 minutes. Good damn. Seven people died, 80 injured, and damages cost about $130 million. Uh, it was nasty. Uh, a tree uprooted on my side of the camper, so I was going up in the air. My mother thought it was the wind and told me to weigh down my side of the camper. <laughs> Put further back in there and weigh it down. No, it was a tree that uprooted. Uh, and again, it only lasted like six to twelve minutes, but it was an intense six to twelve minutes. It destroyed a lot of things, and in fact, it destroyed the concert venue we were just at earlier that day. <laughs> a few hours earlier. Damn. <laughs> it destroyed the grandstand at the Speedway at the New York State Fair. Uh, so uh, that's insane. And this is all at like. You know, one by one in the morning on Labor Day, and school is in two days. <laughs> Wait, they still made you go to school after that shit? Yeah, dude, school was in two days. Um, let's see what else have. So, uh, boo. yeah, just before midnight, and then came in through. Um, whew. Some of the worst like, damage yeah, occurred in Rochester, Syracuse, and Utica. That's like that strip of Syracuse in about an hour and a half both directions. Three people were killed, two of them at the fairgrounds. Governor Pataki declared nine countries a state of emergency nine counties a state of emergency. Eighty nine miles per hour was clocked at the Rochester airport. 
Uh, winds peaked at about 115, but not by an official radar. Also inside it was a supercell, yeah. Yeah, which you said if an F2 touched down, then yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That was nasty. And then I had to go to school two days later. <laughs> so Yeah, no, like I said, I would have taken a week. I'm like, nah, I'm, go- I'm taking a week. <laughs> So what's what's really bizarre about what I know about meteorology, because I'm a big meteorology nerd, is like, in order for the thunderstorm to even produce a tornado, it has to have the updraft, it has to have the rotation, and that's how you get the hail. And hail has always been commonly um, mistaken for sleet. Sleet is associated with cold weather. Hail is a tornadic thunderstorm. <clears throat> because... You can't get hail without the rotation, just like you can't get a tornado without the rotation. That's why they always go so hand-in-hand. Like, yeah, obviously, you can get hail without a tornado, because I've gotten that a couple times, but you're not getting... Yeah, but if you're getting hail, you need to be on alert, because something else could be spinning that's way worse than that updraft dropping ice on you. Way freaking worse. So, not weather-related, but were you guys... Affected by the East Coast blackout in 2003? No. I was. I was working at summer camp. I was taking a shower in the men's staff bathroom, which had no exterior uh, light source because they built a new laundry room above it. So any windows that were there were now covered. And so the room was completely dark. I had to finish my shower in the total darkness. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a good time. I would have shit myself. At least I was in the bathroom already. So but the like, top, damn. So the power went out <laughs> at like four something, and it didn't come back until about midnight. It was out for like, hold up, from four in the afternoon or four in the morning? Four in the, four in the afternoon. Because I was working maintenance, and we got off at 4 so we could wash up and be ready for dinner at 5, what, 5, 5.30. So okay. I was in my shower, my post-work shower, when the power went out, and it didn't come back until midnight. Okay, so now I have to ask, because this is a very important question. Did you get to eat dinner that night? Yeah. Okay. Dinner that, was pretty much done at that point. That is That is the most important part of that story, you know? I but did to, you get to eat? The funny thing is that because I took my shower, but because of the no power, I then had to do a bunch of really, really hard work because we had to get as much water as possible from sources that didn't require power. So we had to go to the lake and fill up garbage cans with with water so people could flush toilets. And we had to get as much potable water from a gravity feed well as we could so people, you know, would have something to drink or prepare food with. Oh, man. So uh, after ending my work day and taking a shower, I immediately did the most physical labor of the day after that. Now, uh, I actually have a right. funny story about, like, not not a storm in particular, but a storm preparation thing. So obviously every hurricane season in Florida, we – go out, get food, water, and some supplies. And uh, my dad found a really, really cool electronic um, can opener. One that you just plug in and it works. And he bought that for the storm. 
and then the power goes out. <laughs> and then <laughs> and he he literally didn't know what he had just done until he opened up the box, looked at it, and realized that it didn't take batteries. And he's just like, well, shit, I guess we're eating dry cereal. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That is really funny, though. Yeah. And then the very next year, instead of buying a can opener, he bought a fucking generator so he could plug it in. <laughs> instead of buying a can opener for $2, he bought a 5 generator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be damned. I'm using this can opener no matter what it takes. God damn it. Uh, your dad does my dad. Does does your dad listen to the show? No, I'm going to send him this episode though. I I think he, (laughs) yeah, give him, give him a nice little shout out. You know, I'm thinking about what you dad, crazy bastard. I'm thinking about what you just said about the, uh, yeah, thinking about what you just said about the stats and everything about, uh, the, the, the freaking blackout and i'm wondering if that was the night that i just got i can't i'm trying to remember because you said it was if it was labor day 2003 well no it was it was like july early early oh july oh yeah i was thinking of your story yeah um because i remember distinctly there was a time where the power went out and i remember it might have affected us because it was because i remember the power going out one of those deals where it's like oh it's out everywhere we're like, I guess we're just kind of stuck. And I remember I went up to my room, I laid in bed, and I pulled out a flashlight and I played Pokemon Silver. And I, I just remember playing Pokemon Silver during a power outage for a really long period of time. So that might have actually been the same thing. Possibly. Yep. I was yeah. literally just going to look at that map. Holy shit. That's a lot, dude. And it was all because something went wrong at a plant in That's a plant where? Ohio. The blackout's proximate cause was a software bug in the alarm system at the control room at First Energy in Akron, Ohio. Freaking Ohio. Ohio. Can we give Ohio back? So this is the weird thing is because since I was at summer camp, there were people across the lake that were fine and then like next to them would be no power it's so weird how selective things like that could be have you ever had one of the uh you ever had that weird power outage where it's your area is out but like across the street is still going well yeah or something like that close i've also had in the winter one time we lost power at dinner time, and it did not come back on until the very second I stepped on the school bus. <laughs> because we are literally picking up the next people, and I see lights on. And I said, when did your power come back? Oh, like a minute ago. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's horseshit. not having power is the fucking worst i uh... going through the entire night like it was it went off when we were eating dinner which means you had the rest of the night and then you slept the entire night with no power like i mean 
we're we are we are a uh, fan family because it drowns out other noises and stuff. Yes. Um. So are we. So, like, you gotta sleep with all the noises. <laughs> I have to. I I can't sleep without white noise, and my fan is my white noise. Yeah. <laughs> See, I have tinnitus, so I always have noise. <laughs> okay, no comment? All right. Fine. I don't know, I don't know how guess. to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? No, it's all good. That was actually from uh, uh, working on cars and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I have all those, it... you know, the inside noise in your ears where if you pay enough attention to it, it's deafening. Yeah. Yeah. When, you're, yeah. when it's too quiet... That is the worst. And are you paying attention to like the the ambient noise inside your ear hole? And you realize I if I did, I could go deaf. <laughs> <laughs> like I better not pay attention to it. Oh my god! Then just hear it nonstop. Yeah, that's when, that's when the voices in your head get even louder. You're like, mm-hmm. nope, nope, not doing this. All right, Randy Orton. I just love how we're also we're all like bashing Ohio, and yet our Ohio listeners will also tell you the same thing about Ohio. Like, I have like hella Ohio friends, dude. That's what many of them I met working at summer camp <laughs> that summer camp, because it was at the edge of New York, where it butts upon both Ohio and Pennsylvania. Ah, uh, so, yeah, that part. That part. So we're talking about Chautauqua Lake, which is close to Erie, Pennsylvania, and close to Youngstown, Ohio. And then you get you get to closer to like Akron and Cleveland people coming towards that way. So, and then Erie, Pennsylvania, and you get people sneak on down towards a few Pittsburgh people. I'm looking at this map, and I feel like fucking Canada got the worst of it. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's all of Ontario, which is like a third of all of Canada. <laughs> yeah, population Jesus. wise, it probably is. It's population wise, it may be half of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, if we're talking about we're talking about like bullshit storms and everything. Did I ever tell you about the? This would be this would have been the first tornado warning I ever experienced in my life, and I remember it distinctly because it was one of those times where you made the right decision. So. We did, when, when I was in Scouts, we would always go on, we would always do, like, the really long hikes, like the 10-mile hikes and things like that. And we had done a 10-mile hike with the intention of camping afterwards. And it was one of those, like, really early hikes where the weather, the weather was okay, but it was also just, like, it was kind of just, it was one of those weird days where it was just exhausting and annoying, Right. And my dad and I decided we weren't going to participate in the camp out. We were just going to, we were just going to leave afterwards because we were both pretty tired from it. And it, they were going to be camping in lean-tos that night. Do you guys know what a lean-to is? It is a tent, but it is not fully enclosed on all sides. Yes. It's basically, it's like a wooden structure that's three-fourths of the way covered. So you have a roof and you've got three walls and then there's... There's one wall that's just not there, so you can freely walk in and out. So you're protected. You're more protected from the elements by the hard side, but at the same time, you, if like if it was raining and it was blowing in, you're also not protected. So what a lot of us would do was we would bring t- 
tarps and things like that and hang them up for privacy so you can get changed and stuff. But these were like really small lean-tos. Like, they were more like triangles, right? Yeah. <clears throat> the ones that we were in for this one. So it's just like, all right, whatever. Like, and eh, just not feeling it. We're just not feeling it. We're going to go home. And the thing was, the weather was fine. It was, ju- it was, you know, a lot of like really high clouds, but it was, there was something off about the clouds and the sunset. And I couldn't put my finger on it, but I just felt like there was something off about the weather. I'm like, I just don't, something just doesn't seem right or feel right. Have you ever just gotten one of those really weird instincts you can't explain, and then it turns out you were right and you don't know why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, was, I mean, every Star Wars movie has a got a feeling. Got a bad feeling about Yeah, but they're usually right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, we're, we go home, and we start getting a storm, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad we didn't camp out, because now it's storming. And then remember how you would get the um do you remember back in the back in the day people we're going to go back in time here back on like regular cable television regular ass plug into the cable TV before you even had to bo- have the boxes and everything you know when you had like the local channel and yeah we uh you know the weather alerts were always on the bottom of the screen right here's yeah. a here's a severe thunderstorm and it's going to affect this area. The weather alert comes on and the text is on the top of the screen. And I'd never seen that before. And it said, tornado warning. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> that just don't happen in Sussex County, New Jersey. And sure enough, we had a tornado in Sussex County. It was, I remember them saying it was south of Franklin, which is like two towns over from us. So it would have been in the opposite direction. But like... Like, a big weather nerd that I was, and fascinated by tornadoes, uh, I didn't exactly want one outside my house. I I think that's a pretty obvious reason, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody's just like, you know what I need today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I want to go, I want to go storm chasing and and observe tornadoes, but I want to do it in, like, a cornfield in Kansas from the safety of a truck while the tornado is going the other direction. Not in my, like when we saw the tornado in Florida and I almost shit a brick because I did not want to see one that close. So, so like you, you like you turn on the, the you turn to the local channel and the local channels just got a big weather alert up and it's got like the robot voice, the computerized robot voice reciting all the text and everything. And then I remember my dad was just like, Boy, aren't you glad we made that decision, huh? Like, yeah, because we found out the next day, not that the tornado didn't hit that area, but the weather ravaged the campsite. And one of the kids had said that their lean-to had gotten so wet, but and the squirrel had moved in with them. Because <laughs> they were just like, there's a squirrel in here. Like, well, what are you going to do, throw him out? He's just going to come right back in. And like I said, I've I've camped in some pretty bad weather, obviously, you know, hiked in the rain. I've been to summer camp where we've had the torrential downpours and everything, and we're just wandering around with ponchos on, getting wet, and it's annoying, and, and I've camped in the snow tons of times. Although, tent camping in the snow is actually not that bad, because if you're sleeping on the snow, it's more comfortable than sleeping on the ground. It's actually not bad. 
Because all you got to, you just bundle up, get in your tent. It's not like the wind's hitting you, right? I mean, yeah. You, that's you, fair. But you, at the same time, just being outside in general. <laughs> Cabin camping was always the best in the snow. Because then you still had, you were protected by the elements and you still had the fireplace. Of course, if you had to relieve yourself, you had to go out in the snow. But, I mean, see, we're not there for that The one. only way I'm going camping now, like, I, I used to go camping all the time. I was in Boy Scouts and stuff. But the only way I'm going camping now is if it's a, a fully functional RV. Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> yes, I'm one of those now. I'm just like, I'm sorry, I need my Wi-Fi and I need uh, running plumbing. Oh, you can't, you don't need Wi-Fi when you go camping. That's the best part of camping. You get away from everything. <laughs> I know. I'm speaking foreign to you right now. <laughs> what is this you speak of? <laughs> I don't understand this language. Apparently, I, we switched over to SAP or something like that. Switched the language over. But yeah. Damn. We spent we spent almost the entire episode talking about geography and weather and but it was like kind of a fascinating conversation. This is what you guys get on the nerd table. You don't know what you're going to get when we talk about this stuff. But to close out this week's episode cuz we have to talk about it, we're going to keep up tradition. We're going to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, we are we we crossed that halfway point. We got to episode 4. Uh and I remember Eric like aggressively messaging me <laughs> during the yo i literally finished and i was just like did you watch this shit did you watch this shit so here's what's what funny. The fuck? so here's what's funny you had messaged me and you're like oh my god this episode and i thought you were talking about the episode of the nerd table because i thought you had an issue editing it and you're like okay two things one did you get it and i'm like yeah i got it and i'm like what was the problem and then I don't remember what you said, but I'm like, wait a minute. You're talking. You were like that ending, man. What the fuck? And I was like, I- I'm trying. I'm thinking, like, how did we even end the episode? I'm like, wait a minute. Are you talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier? <laughs> like, God damn it! Your vague words confused the hell out of me, and I'm too easily confused, Eric. <laughs> I'm sorry. You must I'm specify sorry. with words what you're talking about, because I'm thinking, I'm thinking you had an issue editing the episode, and you're pissed off about it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I thought I had to apologize to you, and you're like. No, you're you're shocked because you just watched Captain America murder a guy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh. All right, take us through Dan Falcon and Winter Soldier episode four. The whole world is watching. So we uh, start with the end of the previous episode where they get to the town, and Bucky finds these items, and he meets Io, and she's essentially like. The fuck, dude? You brought Zemo out. We're gonna kill him. And he's like, I need him. And they're like, well, you're, you're on a time clock and we're gonna come and we're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Essentially. Well, well, yeah, Zemo killed T'Chaka, so they're... Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they want revenge. Right. Rightfully so. And, and then the... fucking... <laughs> John Walker and his partner comes in at some point to take uh, Zemo. Yeah, but that they uh, so, well yeah. they they find the girl at her mother's funeral, which is nuts because like they're giving her they, they know what town to go to, so they go there and they're 
freaking Bucky and Sam are trying to talk to like the adults and everyone's just like, yeah, no, we know who you are. Fuck off. But Zemo's talking to the kids and he's giving them Turkish delight and shit and he's getting the information. Yeah, he actually he actually d- does pretty damn good here. So they're heading to the actual funeral and that's when John and his friends show up and they're like Battlestar! Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And they eventually talk him into let Sam talk to her one-on-one. Because that's what he does. He talks to people who are grieving after war and dealing with being back in normal society after dealing with war shit. Yeah. That's what he did before he became the Falcon. And he's doing really well, too. He's making headway. But John is like, you've got ten minutes. And he's about to actually turn around, and he jumps the gun, and they start a big old fight with all their people. And she loses. She drops all of the serum that she has. Zemo finds her. They fight for a little bit. He starts stomping on all of it because he's against the whole thing, right? That's his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Even from from, uh, the movie. Um, So he's destroying, like, all of them. She, John shows back up. She gets away. John takes one vial. Son of a bitch. And puts it in his, one of his side pockets because this is Rob Liefeld era where he's just got pockets and pouches. He's going to inject that right into his ass. Right into the left cheek. And now the whole thing is about everyone's asking each other, would you take the serum? And Sam's like, no, I wouldn't. John's trying to think about, would he take the serum? He asks his friend, and he's like, hell yeah, take the serum! (laughs) (laughs) Let's be real. We were all his friend at that moment. We would all just fucking be like, yeah, take that goddamn serum. You got your goddamn serum. The serum's actually working this time. I mean, (laughs) think about all the times it failed. It seems like it's working, right? Uh, So they... So she sets up another meeting by getting information about Sam's sister and calling her in the middle of the night and doing all the threatening things about, well, if your brother doesn't come by himself and doesn't do good, then I'm going to come for you and the boys. So you do the whole shake the sibling thing, the sibling with the family, make her pissed off, you call her brother yelling and screaming and crying at her brother about this woman who called uh, called her and threatened her and the boys. So they come up with another meeting. He shows up with Bucky. So she's pissed. But they're still having a pretty straightforward and then fucking John shows up again and they start another fight. <laughs> uh, they get, and they get so humiliated. It gets so bad. Everyone's getting they're just getting their ass is kicked and then Carly kills the guy yeah and John flips his shit disappears for like long enough to take the super soldier serum oh you all knew what he was doing so everyone else is fighting around and there's a good stairway fight and stuff and then all of a sudden John shows back up and he kicks a guy straight across down these stairs but he goes straight across into a wall. He does not go down. Yeah. That... And Sam looks at him and he goes, what did you do? Yeah. 
What did you do? I knew right away. As soon as I saw that shield go into the wall, I was just like, this motherfucker took it. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He injected it into the left cheek. Right into his left nut. That's Um, that's canon, by the way. Left cheek. Left cheek. cheek. Why is it always the left one? Are we 100% sure that he, his friend is dead? Like, are we sure that he just couldn't feel a pulse because of, like, the adrenaline and all that shit? I mean, it's possible, but it, and that's going to make it even worse when the uh, ramifications of his situation come to be. But yes, please continue on because this is where it gets bad. Uh, we even we even skipped a really cool fight sequence, but we wanted to go from one to the other, uh, the two between the flag smashers and the four people, uh, the four quote unquote good guys. Uh, so one of the remaining, Carly d- disappears. She takes off. One of her top guys starts running away. John tracks him down into the middle of the town square at the fountain. Beats the shit out of him, and then essentially tries to remove his head from his body with the shield. Yeah, he just bludgeons it. And, and then you see the blood on the shield. And, and everyone's watching. Up. Everybody's and watching. And they got their phones out. And they're like just outside. They can just see it. And they're like, oh shit. So we skipped a scene when the Dora Milaje, Io and friend, decided we've had enough. We're going to bust into Zemo's place and fucking get him. But all four of the guys are there. And John is being a bit of a dick. And Bucky's like, yeah, you don't want to fuck with Dora Milaje. And then he's like, they don't have jurisdiction here. And she's like, the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever they are. That's awesome. Yeah. And then they start fighting and he's like, no, please don't. That's a bet. Yeah, I know. You're doing (laughs) great, John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So a good scene. Which I guess is this because he's just got humiliated two straight fights, right? Because there's the early fight with the Flag Smashers. Then there's this fight with Dora Milaje. And his 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 words were basically they don't even, they're not even super soldiers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so he's getting his ass kicked in the third fight, and then he sees his friend supposedly die. And then that's what makes him snap and take it. Uh, I also like Sam's like please, <laughs> and so they come in and end the fight. So and Zemo gets away. <clears throat> and Zemo get, and Zemo gets away. That he does, and uh, do, do you think we'll see him again? I think or do so. You think he'll be a villain in a different, uh, a different series. I don't think we're done with. Well, I don't think we're done yet. But there's only two to go, and it's getting good. It's getting good. For more in-depth breakdowns of Falcon and Winter Soldier, check out the Board to Death Marvel Cast, happening on CKCC Radio. Check out all the great shows. Go to ckccradio.com to get access to the Podbean link so you can check out everything and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcast. Thank you to all of our awesome patrons, by the way. Uh, special shout-outs to Glenn, Randy, Jeff, Adrian, Rob, and there's one more, and I don't have the list in front of me. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Jay. Thank you. Sorry, Jay. Which is funny because I just plugged this podcast and he's one of our patrons. 
So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it live. I'm doing it live. That's it. That's it." Yeah, I know. I, I I did that off the cuff. I'm sometimes I'm good off the cuff. Other times I do that. So, all right. Uh, quick programming announcement, everybody. Next week I am on vacation. Um, I believe Eric's getting his second dose. Yep. So. To prevent any kind of weird fuckery or show thing, we are going to take a week off. When we come back in two weeks, we will have episode 37, and in honor of that number, I'd like to do a look back on the Viewisk universe, the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks 2, and also the cartoon and the reboot, which I have not seen yet as well as the animated series that I own. I'd like to do a special reflection back on that. Does that sound like something fun we can do? I'll probably uh, watch you. You haven't seen the reboot? The reboot's really good. I like it. Okay, yeah, perfect. Not... Yeah. So that's that's our plan for the uh for that episode. Uh look back on the View Askew universe and if there's any View Askew fans out there, uh I can think of one right now who's probably going to ask to be on that episode. This is your opportunity to tell us. There Plus might... on that episode, we'll be covering the last two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldiers. Yep, we'll be covering that. And we're going to try one more time on the Entertainment Challenge and see if we can revive it. Because I know there's a small interest, but we're just not getting the interest that we wanted. And that's fine, but let's let's make an attempt and see what goes down there. I actually had a top 10 challenge for Eric. But I'm not going to give it to him yet because I don't want him to have to take up what's going to be a pretty loaded episode with it. But don't worry, Eric. I've got one for you, buddy. Also, I actually have something for Eric. Oh. I have what? I have started and I've watched the first two episodes of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Shit. And what do you think so far? Like... God damn! God damn. <laughs> right? I, also, I, I like how the first episode is just like, yeah. So the, the water alchemist is in town, and them and coming with you is the full alchemist, and you don't know shit. <laughs> oh man! And then we, we see get all like, the backstories and like the all the fucking stories. Super backstories. So I know that uh, you guys at home can't see this, but for you guys on the show, look at my webcam and tell me what you see. Kitty. Yes. My kitty has been on my lap for quite a while now, and I just wanted to show that off real quick because cats are awesome. Yeah. Dude, show yeah. me my, my cat was on my lap <laughs> and got sick earlier. See on cam, bro. Show fet, please. Yeah. yeah, cats do that. They get they get sick and they just throw up wherever they want. So that's yep. our uh, our programming announcement. Um Yeah, that'll that'll be fun. So yes, we we will be taking a week off, but for the patrons, uh, Dan and I are still going to do a wrestle talk. I'm going to try to put out maybe two episodes of straight shooting to kind of make up for the lack of nerd table here. And, um, yeah, I guess that would probably be the best way to do it. And I think my wife and I are going to do another wrestling watch along. Maybe I'll put that one up for free so even the non-patrons can enjoy that too because people have been enjoying her uh, her wrestling reactions to things. They are. They are fun. They're definitely fun. Um, it's going to be a little harder to do an actual watch-along, though, without actually putting some of the video up, too. So I might have to do that as a video 
and have the video as uh, as small as possible to avoid the copyright problems. I know that there's a way to do watch-along content on YouTube and have the video up there so people can follow along without it being a copyright thing. I just don't remember what it actually is. I think you have to make it pretty much small or, like, have, like, a watermark over it so people can kind of see what's happening but not really see it. Small, inverted. <laughs> yes, the small, the inversions, all that. Remember all that when uh, Adult Swim put the Aqua Teen movie for free on a yes time. and yes. it was the tiniest little screen in the corner but it was the entire movie yep i remember that i remember Are you serious yeah they did it like a week after it came out or so like a week or two after it came out and they're like we'll give you the whole movie and it's literally like a small little thing in the corner <laughs> but it was it was the entire it was movie. the entire movie yeah didn't they do that with Ant-Man, too? Didn't they show, like, the whole movie, but they made it ant size, so it was, like, impossible to watch? I mean, I would believe it. Because I, I remember they did that viral advertising with Ant-Man where they had, like, ant-sized advertisements in places. Where, like, on the sidewalk there was a tiny little billboard advertising Ant-Man. I love stuff like that. That's funny. Be clear cleverness is is a cool thing and we are we're definitely some uh, some clever nerds and um dan should we talk about what we're what we might be doing we will i mean we all but started it so I yeah but let's uh let's get some feedback from the nerd table people because you weren't even i was going to do this by myself and then you decided you might actually want to do it with me yeah and eric might say the same thing actually so we are going to do a it'll be it would be a small podcast they'd be short episodes and it's it's going to be Ash's journey reviews of the Pokemon TV series. We're going to follow you Ash's son journey. of a bitch I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ash's journey through the Pokemon League. Um I might have some schedule changes coming up very soon. Uh, job-related and some personal stuff. Once I kind of know where I'm sitting, I will be able to make some better judgment calls on that because that's one of the things is I want to really to really watch for is if my job change takes away my day off but increases it to regular work hours, which is what might be happening, I might be able to start doing something nightly as long as it's a short episode. A quick, you know, a quick half-hour podcast every weeknight might be possible. That might be a thing that I can work with. So I have to figure that out. But if you guys think that us chronicling the Pokemon TV series would be something you'd be interested in hearing, please give us some feedback. And if it sounds like we're going to have a good listenership with that, I say we move forward with it. And there is a website... And you guys can can uh, check this out too. It's called Pokeflix.tv. I actually sent it to Dan, and I'm going to send it to Eric as well. They have not only all the episodes, but they even have the dubbed or not the dubbed the subbed versions of the episodes that never made it to America, and they put them in the correct order, so we can actually do the journey. Like that Porygon episode with the seizure lights. It's on there. We can watch Seizure it. Seizure lights and all? 
No, they got rid of the seizure lights. No, Eric, <laughs> I'm not giving everybody a freaking seizure. Well, I would just stop looking at the screen because that's a better thing since that happened. Yeah. I am definitely more Prone. attention to that kind of stuff. And so I look away. Here's my thing. <laughs> if it was the Flash that caused the issues, why didn't they just edit out the Flash and keep the episode in rotation? Why'd they have to pull the whole thing? It was like a two seconds of the episode. So that just doesn't make sense to me. These are things that don't make sense to me. I don't know. But the, the, the idea of the show at this point, because of with me saying I would be involved, is that Chris, is, Chris had watched a good chunk of these. Yes. So he's got nostalgia eyes and a, and a viewing now as a full-fledged adult. And I'm going to guess it would be the same for Eric if he does join us. But for me, it's my first time for all of this. Right. So that, it, it makes a pretty interesting dynamic for it. And I know that we've had people interested in the Rick and Morty thing. Um, and that will be on the horizon once I figure out what my schedule is going to start looking like. But, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about what you guys want to do. And because of the growth of the channel, if you have an idea for a TV show that you want to chronicle like this, this would be a good time to let us know so we can try to work you in. Yes, I am interested in finding out if anybody would want to do all of the Power Rangers with me. Yes, uh, I probably would. But I don't want to take too much on my plate for obvious reasons. So. That's going to wrap it up, guys. Who's hungry? I'm always hungry. Uh, always hungry. It is. <laughs> That's your problem. So thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy your week off without us. I, I'm sure you'll miss us. Maybe next week, the week after's episode will be twice as long. I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll make up for it. We'll give you a nice long episode and uh, we'll do some. But we are reviewing like eight movies, so. <laughs> right. So uh, take care, enjoy, and we will see you guys back here in two weeks for another Nerd Table. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. For more great content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode.